Hey now, hey now, this is your bearded buddy, Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top. Don't turn that dial. You're listening to Life Minute TV. Have mercy. He's one third of that little old band from Texas, ZZ Top. Legendary guitarist Billy Gibbons was kind enough to join us for a chat recently to talk new tour, new soundtrack, even a new brand of whiskey. This is a Life Minute with the one and only Billy Gibbons. Billy, welcome to Life Minute. We're so happy to have you. Thanks for doing this. It's it's a, it's our pleasure. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned, we're out in the middle of the desert, nice and warm. Uh, cactus trees surrounding us. Uh, can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> So are you on tour right now? Oh, yes. Uh, we uh, are in the uh, middle of the ZZ Top 2022, going all the way through uh, the first couple of weeks of December. We'll see us coming to Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice. How has that been going? How's touring? We like it because it's loud. I know your fans like it too. And I'm so sorry about Dusty. I just have to tell you that. I'm so glad that you're continuing though. We are moving on. Uh, he instructed us to give his guitar to Elwood, and uh, I, I got to say, it's uh, it's kind of like a new band. Dusty played with his hands. Uh, Elwood uses a pick, so uh, there's a little more pointedness. I think there's some focus that has been brought to the party. We're just having a blast. Interesting. That's interesting. And I know he's always with you too. So that's no. neat that he that he told you to continue doing that. Yes, indeed. And tell us about Raw, too. It's been out for a bit, but tell us about that. That was the last recording you all did together, right? Yes. Gosh, it was released. Uh, my favorite was to see it come out on vinyl back in July. It's a showcase of recordings that were done without our knowledge. We showed up at a little honky-tonk down in Texas thinking we just had to pose for a quick snapshot. Somehow the wires got crossed in our technicians set up the entire back line. So when uh, push came to shove, I said, well, let's grab some guitars and we'll get behind the backbeat. Uh, a few months back, the engineer said, by the way, what do you want us to do with these tapes? And I said, well, what tapes are you talking about? And they said, oh, that's right. You didn't know you were being recorded when <laughs> you were at the little honky talk down there in Texas. What this actually presents is probably as, as close to something that you would have heard when ZZ Top first started. So cool, how so? Well, I think the title says it pretty, pretty succinctly, raw. <laughs> it doesn't get much more raw than sitting within a couple of feet of each other, calling out songs that we haven't played in uh, many, many, <laughs> many moons. <laughs> That's so cool. That's such a blessing. My goodness, you know? And then you're torn with Jeff Beck too, right? You saw that? Just uh, wrapped up a couple of shows. We did six performances with Jeff and his new outfit. And I got to tell you, it kept us on, his to on our toes. <laughs> his performances were none, uh, nothing short of stellar. The guy is on fire. It's just, what's interesting is he's doing things with the Fender Stratocaster that I'm pretty sure the designers never had a, had a thought that things like this could be done with this guitar. It's really amazing. Cool. Um, was Johnny Depp there too? Did he show up? 
No, he was uh, really upset. He had a prior commitment. He was back in France, but that didn't stop Jeff and I from sending a, we wound him up pretty good. We told him that the promoters had three custom-made guitars, all matching. <laughs> but due to his absence, uh, <laughs> his was uh, donated to charity, and uh, <laughs> he did. That is so funny. Charity. Yeah. Did he believe it? I think he got the joke. Uh, he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> did he believe it for a second? Uh, for a second there, he was uh, scratching his head going, how did we miss this? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was going to be in trouble. Oh, yeah. that's funny. All right, so what are fans going to get when they see you play live? A little bit of everything that they've uh, probably wanted to see for five decades. Uh, we're celebrating going into the fifth decade, which is sort of unbelievable. But uh, what is believable is what you hear. What you see is what you get, and what you hear is what you get. It's really a collection of things that we started out with. We go through the decades and bring it right up to the present time. And of course, as you pointed out, Elwood uh, Francis, the newcomer on base is tearing it up. So <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're, we're pedaling pretty fast here. Oh, that sounds awesome. Good for you. Uh, what are some of your favorite songs to play live? Gosh, uh, well, there's the old stamp we can't seem to get away from. Mm -hmm. Waiting on the bus and Jesus Just Left Chicago comes off of the Trace Ombres album, and that goes all the way back to 1973. We try and include those two numbers. They were uh, strangely coupled together in an unexpected fashion. The recording engineer was uh, putting the sequence together. We had 10 songs, and I think he got a little careless with the razor blade, and he put uh, Waiting on the Bus right next to Jesus Just Left Chicago. But in the end, they kind of made sense as a, a nice pairing. So huh. with that release, I guess we'd have uh, two songs made into one. It's, uh, it's, it's a delightful medley. Neat, it sounds great. Um, you're referred to by so many as one of the greatest guitar players of all time. How does that make you feel when you hear that? That's a lot to live up to. In fact, I had time to spend with uh, Jeff Beck backstage and uh, he said, well, gee whiz, he said, uh, what do you make of all this uh, adoration on, on the way we play guitars? And I <laughs> said, well, I said, uh, you know, as long as uh, we keep it to uh, two or three chords, I think we'll have, it, we'll have it pretty well worked out. He said, I think I may have it easier. He said, I play instrumentals, I don't have to sing. And I said, well, there's one song where you do sing. And uh, he said, gee whiz, uh, what might that be? And I was one of the few people that was able to coerce Jeff Beck into actually singing. And it goes back to a ZZ Top record called Hey, Mr. Millionaire. And the only way I think that I got Jeff to actually pull it off was the fact that we were in Dallas, Texas, and we were within a block of where Robert Johnson recorded some of his great records back in the 30s, also in Dallas, Texas. And uh, with that in mind, Jeff said, gee whiz, if Robert Johnson could do it, I, I better give it a shot. So <laughs> there you have it. We, wow. We, yeah, we got him to do it. Oh, that's so neat. Were you self-taught on the guitar? Yes, I got a guitar after pestering my parents for <laughs> at least a year. 
uh, wanting to uh, wrap my hands around a guitar. And sure enough, on Christmas Day, I had just turned 13, nine days earlier. And uh, come Christmas Day, uh, my dad reached around behind the Christmas tree and he pulled out a guitar and it had some paper wrapped around it. With the other hand, he lifted up and there was a little tiny amplifier and I couldn't get over it. An electric guitar on Christmas Day. Oh. <laughs> it was something. So uh, I stole away with my little sister and we went into blues land. We learned how to play a Jimmy Reed song and we learned the first few bars of the great Ray Charles song, What What Did I Say? Uh, were your parents supportive of, you know, really pursuing music? Uh, absolutely not. They were, uh -huh. they, were <laughs> they were staring in the exact opposite direction. However, my dad being an entertainer for quite some time and, you know, his background is the great pianist and uh, orchestra leader and he finally threw in the towel he said okay he said if you're gonna do it he said do it right and uh, we've never looked back wow that's amazing. did they see you become famous i remember in 1983 the eliminator record had just been released and we were traveling through europe and we had two shows in london my dad being from england uh, he decided to take my mom away from her sightseeing trip in France. They decided to show up at the uh, Hammersmith Odeon. And after the show was over, we met and uh, my dad put his arm around me. He said, gee whiz, he said, you get to be a big star. And I said, oh, well, well, well thanks. And he said, by the way, he said, uh, don't forget the grass back home needs mowing. I'll, I'll need you. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping you humble. <laughs> oh, yeah. And how did you start ZZ Top? I had bumped into uh, Billy Etheridge, who was actually uh, recruited to play bass. And being from Dallas, Texas, he was quite a, well acquainted with the, a lot of the players. And he had a favorite drummer, and he heard me bragging on the Jeff Beck group early on. And he said, oh, gee, he said, I know a guy that plays like Jeff Beck's drummer. And I said, no way. And he said, oh yes, way. And that's when I was introduced to the man with no beard, Frank Beard. <laughs> no sooner had Frank come down to show off what he could do. He said, by the way, he said, I've got a guy that you might like the way he plays bass. And I said, well, I said, I think we're pretty well set. He goes, well, why don't we give it a shot? And I said, okay, what the heck? I'll give him uh, five or 10 minutes, I'll know. We wound up playing a shuffle in the key of C for not one, not two, but three hours. <laughs> wow. I said, something is, uh, something's percolating here. I, I think we got it. So there we were. That's really the backbone of uh, ZZ Top. Oh, wow. And how did the beards come to be? One word, laziness. <laughs> really? We, oh yeah. we. Uh, Back in 1976 was uh, the great bicentennial year and we'd been on the road for seven straight years and we decided to take a break. Frank went down to Jamaica, Dusty was in Mexico, I was over in England and for some reason uh, we, we decided that uh, laziness was part of the plan and uh, we threw the razors away and uh, <laughs> next thing you know we, uh, we got a rather admirable set of chin whiskers. When we got back together, I said, gee, there's a look. <laughs> so what started off as a disguise became a trademark. Sure. But I must say, we're getting close to the one night uh, 
you know, I can go out on Halloween. Hey, dude, you look like that ZZ Top guy. You're going <laughs> to win the contest. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I always thought you guys were brothers when I was little. Brothers in blues crime. Yeah, that's yeah. it went. Yeah. What inspires you creatively? Uh, that thing we call the horizon. Uh, sometimes it seems close, sometimes it seems far away, but you're never really quite sure what's over that next rise. And I think that's what keeps us guessing. And it's certainly something that uh, keeps the creative spirit alive. We really don't know what's going to light the fuse, but we keep the Zippo in hand. <laughs> what's something no one knows about you or ZZ Top? Something that one doesn't know about us in ZZ Top. Uh, do we sleep with the beard under the covers or <laughs> over the covers? And I wish I could answer you. I don't know. I'm always asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want people to take away when they listen to your music? Well, cast in stone these days. It's all about having a good time. When you come to a ZZ Top show, bring your dancing shoes. Earplugs are optional. But it's all about having a good time. And I think that's what started us off. And we've managed to keep that in hand uh, since day one. Yep. Let's have a good time. Awesome. And you mentioned Jeff Beck, but any other guitarists of today you think are particularly good? Yes. In fact, uh, I was talking uh, with our dear good friend, Mr. Jimmy Bond. And uh, this marks the 10th year that I'll be joining Jimmy Bond on stage down in Texas. We have the luxury of taking the holiday season uh, kind of away from the road, but about 10 years ago, Jimmy and I joined up with uh, the key great keyboard player, Mike Flanagan, who introduced us to the great guitar player, Sue Foley. And we recruited a drummer who gained fame by playing with Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimmy's younger brother. Mr. Chris Layton. So the five of us put together a show called The Jungle Show. And to this day, Jimmy and I, we waste no time in sharing a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's still, uh, it's a great inspiration to get together with uh, my good buddy, Jimmy Vaughn. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what's something your current self would tell your younger self? <laughs> Look, the current self would tell the younger self, watch out, uh, <laughs> think twice about grabbing that guitar. Uh, you gotta have plenty of room in the trunk. You gotta have plenty of room in the back closet. As the old saying goes, one's too many and a hundred ain't enough. What's your biggest life tip? Biggest life tip, uh, practice, practice, practice. It seems to be something that makes sense just about in any field you can choose. I was talking with good buddy of ours. Uh, each year I spent some time in Spain. Uh, the two of us have uh, managed to keep in practice. Uh, he likes to speak English while I'm speaking Spanish. We were just recently in Brazil and uh, neither one of us uh, forgot the golden rule of practice, 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 because Portuguese being the language of Brazil is something way outside of our wheelhouse. But with a little practice, we might go, we might get good at it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> what, what do you consider one of your biggest accomplishments career-wise? Gosh, the greatest uh, accomplishments in this career 
It's a long one. It's been yeah. an enjoyable one. Uh, can't complain about, uh, you know, having five decades behind us. We kind of make fun of uh, the fact that we actually, we can remember the words to the songs. <laughs> we recently did a, we did a TV show and they asked us if, if we needed a teleprompter. And I was so proud of Frank Beard, the man with no beard and uh, <laughs> Elwood Francis said, what, what is a teleprompter? <laughs> So they were they were quite happy that we remembered the words. Aw, that's great. Big, big accomplishment. <laughs> uh, and you have a whiskey out too. You gotta tell us about the whiskey. Oh, there is a ZZ Top whiskey. It comes from the the famous distillery down in Texas. Balcones whiskey has just introduced not one but two versions of what they're calling their ZZ Top formulation. And this latest one, uh, the first one was released last year, did quite well uh, to the point where they said, gee whiz, could we uh, interest you in maybe considering offering another flavor profile? We said, well, what you got? And I think if you'll go search out the shelf, you'll find this new ZZ Top. It's a bourbon flavored whiskey, which is something uh, that's very unusual. However, the taste palette will be uh, quite pleasing to most. I'd say go get it. Like ZZ Top, but is it, does it taste like ZZ Top would taste? Well, it'll take you to the top. If you have enough of it, it'll sure take you to the top, if not the <laughs> bottom. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite whiskey? Well, this ZZ Top thing has been a favorite go-to. Uh... Yeah, that was a dumb question, right? That was the dumbest question I could ask. <laughs> For about the, for about the year, but uh, I had a I had a recent conversation with my old pal Keith Richard, and uh, we were talking about whiskey, and he said, "Gee whiz," he said, "I, li I like that ZZ Top whiskey, the Trace Hombres," and I said, "Yeah, great," and I said, uh, "You know, I still have a bottle that Keith Richard gave me." way back when we first paired up with the Rolling Stones. And it's been a uh, long-standing uh, story that ZZ Top got hired to play with the Rolling Stones back in 1972. We did three shows together in Hawaii. And those memories are quite fond, including uh, the bottle of Rebel Yell whiskey that Keith Richards handed over. <laughs> I said, I'm still still got a bottle of Rebel Yell. And he said, well, you better watch it. I said, all right. Will there be any new music coming or any collabs you wanna, you wanna do? Yes, uh, I recently did a song with our buddy Tim Montana and Chris Stapleton. We wrote a song together and uh, performed it quite handily in the studio. It's called River of Sweet. And it was inspired by our travels into the studio talking about uh, collaborations chris stapleton is yeah. one of my favorite guys uh, he works with mike henderson uh, they they had a band forever the steel drivers and then mike mike henderson and the blue bloods a great blues band but also keith urban and uh, i saw keith uh, just last week we were he came out to see the the zz top and jeff beck show and we talked uh, for the longest time and uh, he was, he was madly scribbling out some notes and I said, gee whiz, I said, uh, have I forgotten something? He says, no, he said, I'm writing out song titles. Oh yeah, uh, Keith Urban, a great guitar player, really great guy. This is a mundane question, but it usually elicits a good answer. What does music do for people? 
Well, I know what the, what if they come to a ZZ Top show, they're usually up and on their feet, which is a good thing. And I'm proud to say that they're bringing uh, the youngsters along. Everybody seems to enjoy it. But music is a spiritual thing. It's good for the soul. It's an expression, I would say, from the lowest of lows to the highest of highs and everything in between. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> hmm, what else can I ask you? What's your favorite comfort food? Well, uh, we haven't uh, gotten too far away from Mexican cuisine. We might have the luxury of an upcoming day off, and I've been asked to prepare the famous Billy F. Gibbons renegade guacamole. And, oh, wow. And, uh, if I have the opportunity, well, next time I see you, I'll bring the recipe along and we'll just try a sample. And yes. we, sounds great to me. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could cook. We're never too far away from the uh, south of the border cuisine. It's uh, it's part of the program. What's <laughs> uh, what's your favorite place uh, that you've ever been? Would you would it have to be restricted to this planet, or can I share some, <laughs> some of the other destinations? <laughs> Another great answer. Okay. What's something you always bring with you when you travel? Well, never, never without the guitar. I would highly recommend everybody go to wherever they find their trusty bandana. You got to <laughs> take your bandana with you. There's 101 ways to use a bandana, and uh, I'm here to tell you, it's 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 great to keep one in the pocket. <laughs> That's great. You do have a great, great sense of style. Where did that come from? Dusty's book of references. And when it came to style, we seem to be a little bit out of step, but uh, I like the way Dusty put it. Uh, ZZ Top is immune to fashion. <laughs> <laughs> We've always been a step away over here or a step away over there. I've never. Uh, no, you you always look good. You always look right right into right ahead of it. <laughs> and got always cool. Red tie on. Got to keep the bandana. <laughs> awesome. What about a little dusty story? What's what's a a, a good memory you have? Uh, when we first started out, I remember we didn't have much to uh, go on except. Uh, playing three chords. One day we were taking a quick break and we had just enough money to walk up to the corner store. And uh, we bought a, I remember we bought a jug of wine and a roll of toilet paper. And uh, on the way home, Dusty lost his footing and uh, dropped the sack and uh, the, the jug of wine broke and it soaked the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, keep your step, keep your step. <laughs> Gosh, I could keep you all day. Thank you so much for doing this. I can't tell you what an honor and a pleasure it is to talk to you. Well, this has been a, a gas. This is really a blast. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, we're going out to Las Vegas to wrap this tour up and we're already planning to go back into the recording studio. We've got a few things uh, percolating at the moment. And uh, that means that we'll probably see you around the corner somewhere, hopefully soon. We're hard at the grind through, uh, you know, toward the end of the year, but I'm sure that when the wheels keep turning, we'll look forward to seeing you around the corner. I love that so much. Thank you so much. Have I'll a great tour and stay well. All right, cheers. To see more of this interview, visit our website, lifeminute.tv.